Empire. Deal back to Hachimura. Um, first off, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It was more just shocking to hear from him and understanding that he gets the most assists from me and the most spoon-fed baskets ever. You know, the culture is actually damn good. To sit up there and to say you don't have a culture problem in the nation's capital, everything about the organization points to a culture issue. One guy took his in another guy's shoe. I'm a little pissed off about it, but I know how I am. I was kind of expecting it. It's disrespectful. It was like Eric Killmonger going for total domination. What's up, is mine? We're not going to be fucking sunk this year with the Stanley Cup champions! This podcast is all over social media, so follow us on Twitter at Beltway Bro Pod, Instagram at Beltway underscore sports underscore bros underscore podcast. Also, the Facebook group, just search Beltway Sports Bros Podcast. And you can also find us at BeltwaySportsBros.com. There's a podcast player right on the front page. If someone you know doesn't want to or know how to download a podcast app or even knows what a podcast is, just tell them to go to the website and hit play. Simple as that. Thank you for joining us today. This is the Beltway Sports Pros Podcast. I'm Matt Vizana, and we are taking the week off after the NFL season. We're charged the old battery. You know, we're not spring chickens anymore, so give us a fucking break. I've been hearing it all over the place on social media, so I'm sorry. We will be back next week, and more than likely, you'll be rooting for us to go back on break. So anyway, there's been some news this week, like Taylor Heineke resigning, Dan Snyder paying off cheerleaders, etc., you know, and pretty solid chance that we're going to touch on some of those topics next week. But now we're going to do a best of episode with three of our personal favorite top fives from the past year. If this is the first time that you've actually listened to our show, first off, welcome. Top five Fridays are easily our most popular segments, you know, even if you don't like sports, but not exactly sure why you're listening to this show. If you don't like sports, but hey, it's it's your life and who am I to tell you how to live it? But the first top five you're going to hear is Dan Snyder's most obscure scumbag moves, one of my personal favorites. Uh, the next will be top five most idiotic athlete tweets. It's fantastic. So please stick around for that. And then there's going to be a third, which finally you will hear the top five reasons you shouldn't miss going to live sporting events. It's aged still pretty well, you know, not many sporting events are still open. So if you're sad about that, maybe this will help you. This episode that we're going to have is just a little taste. We've done a ton of these. So if you like what you hear, go back in the archives and listen to the others. The top fives are always at the back end of the show. So hit that 30 second fast forward button thingy a few times and then you'll get there. Uh, You know, sorry again to anybody who's missing this week, but even if you've already heard these, you watch movies twice, right? I've seen Shawshank Redemption probably 4,000 times, so don't be an asshole. Let's all be nice to each other. But seriously, though, thank you for sticking with us after all this time. We really appreciate it. So sit back and enjoy, and um, we're going to be back next week and better than ever, I promise. And without further ado, I hope you enjoy Dan Snyder's top five most obscure scumbag moves empire today we're going to be covering (laughs) dan snyder's top five most obscure scumbag moves (laughs) keep the obscure part 
That's important. So, <laughs> oh man, so dumb. Yeah, we <laughs> we thought it'd be too easy to go down the same old list of Snyder's fuck ups, you know. So right. it, the same old shit, you know, and everybody does that. But we're gonna we're gonna go really obscure with this, and and you know maybe you've heard of some of them, and maybe you haven't. But we found them pretty funny, so you know. Yeah, those real underlying gritty ones, like those ones that just gets him a little bit of extra change in his pocket that you don't even know about. Yeah, it's a little strange though, Noel, that you, being such a huge Dan Snyder fan, I, I'm amazed you're Get even agreeing to this. I always said he was a dirtbag. <laughs> hey, business is business, friend. Well, hey. all right. Well, let- everybody's your brother until the rents do. <laughs> Yeah, you're right about that. So, uh, regardless of all that, let's get this thing started. All right? Let's do it. Hope this doesn't hurt you too much. All right, Noel, what's your number five? The number five is he created a Redskins Extra Points MasterCard. And uh, what that did was he made it so that his season ticket holders couldn't use any other credit card. He blocked it. So when they were purchasing their season tickets, the Redskins credit card was the only one that you could use. Mm. So that's how he was profiting off. of. He was making a percentage off of it with MasterCard. And the season ticket holders went bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. And almost they revolted. He had to pull the plug on it. But what a really little dirtbag move there just to get a couple extra... APR points, you know? I wonder if you'd do that today. Oh, you have to actually have season ticket holders for that to happen, I guess. <laughs> exactly. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, it never came to fruition because when they got that shit in the mail, they were like, uh-uh. Even if he did have 200,000 season ticket holders <laughs> wait on the waiting list yeah. at the time, whoever the hell was paying was like, fuck no, I'm not doing that. It's like itchy and scratchy cash. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, So my number five is the situation with Lavernius Coles. So uh, if you guys remember this, Snyder uh, threatened Lavernius Coles to keep him out of football if he didn't agree to give up a $5 million bonus in his contract. Uh, Coles was actually quoted saying that he said that he would send a flat screen television to my home because I'd be better off watching the games there. End quote. (laughs) What a beast. (laughs) This would have moved up more on my list if he actually sent the flat screen, but I think that would have been awesome. He was even so cheap that he didn't even want to pay for the flat screen TV. How awesome is that? God, what a piece of shit. What a piece. I love it. Oh, man. What's your number four, Noel? My number four is he put in class action lawsuits for pedestrian walking Mm. around the stadium because people were doing like third party parking and walking to the stadium. So he put in a class action lawsuit to ban pedestrian walking to say that it was a quote unquote safety purposes. So they would have to so he could load them up in his own parking lot and jack up the prices on parking. And uh, that's how he was trying to get around it. So on top of that, and that got turned down, okay? But he was really, really pushing hard for that one. I mean, big time, but they told him to get bent. Not only that, he got turned down, but at the Six Flags in New England. So I don't know if anybody knows, but he was involved with Six Flags. Yeah, he owned it. He owned it. Yeah. Um, well, he attempted to do this at the one in New England. And on that one, he requested an off-site parking ban. On top of that, he was going to increase the price by $10 on the parking if it passed. God. So on two different occasions, he did. So it's not just a DC thing, guys. He's not just a piece of shit in the DMV. He goes up to the mass holes, too. He's worldwide. 
Yeah. All right. This is totally off subject. Well, not totally, but speaking of walking through parking lots. So me and my friend Chris went to a Monday night football game against the Titans actually in 2000. Right. Um, And we parked off site because we didn't want to pay as much. Right. So walking through, they have those porta potties in the parking lot. We saw a guy that was taking a shit. <laughs> he was taking a shit. He was taking a shit in one of the porta potties, and his buddy flipped <laughs> flipped the porta potty over while Go. he was in it. Oh my god! Uh, and he comes out, and he, half of his body's blue. <laughs> I would have been fucking... Somebody would have been dead. Well, and not to mention he had shit all over him because those (laughs) things have been used... What, since like two o'clock that afternoon? Wow. And um, he came out and, as you can imagine, beat the living shit out of his friend. (laughs) I I got out of Dodge. I was just a child, but... It was awesome. That is awesome. I mean, (laughs) unless you're in the porta potty, of course. I mean, holy cow. I think I could have beaten Mike Tyson. If I would have come out of that porta potty, I mean, I would have knocked him the fuck out. I think if that if that had happened to me, pretty sure the, the, he would have ripped your heart out. If, uh, but I know. if it was Mike Tyson, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. All right. So uh, my number four is expired World Cup beer. You remember this? <laughs> yes. So this happened in 2014. So this isn't like ancient. Uh, so the Redskins sold beer with uh, World Cup advertised on it. Not that big of a deal, but the problem was that the beer was expired. And (laughs) on top of that, he still sold it for $9 a piece. God. Also, the World Cup had ended two months prior to that. Thing is, the only reason people even noticed was because it had the World Cup advertisement. Yeah, it was a commemorative on. can. So yeah. this could have been going on for years. Who knows? And nobody really <laughs> yeah. even noticed it. It had the, who the hell reads the expired date on a fucking beer? Right. You know, but it was right there. It was like, hold on, didn't the World Cup like end a year ago? <laughs> or whatever. I mean, even people that aren't soccer fans know that when the World Cup is right. Unbelievable. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you would think like a multi-billion-dollar company. You don't even think about oh is this freaking beer skunked or not (laughs) (laughs) i mean unbelievable he didn't want to throw away the beer i mean i don't know who knows if they went to him and said uh excuse me mr snyder could we throw these away (laughs) yeah how far down the rabbit hole does it go (laughs) (laughs) well hey shit rolls downhill right and you got a scumbag owner the uh, the rest of the people are gonna oh yeah no absolutely hey you you gotta make that penny on the dollar man yeah whatever it takes he's hired the right people i guess he has uh, he has so my number three, I'm going to start now, if that's all, all right. right with you, uh, w- was this Fan Appreciation Day. So <laughs> Snyder actually drew people to FedEx Field where he charged $25 to park, which is not abnormal for Mr. Snyder. But then it was to watch a team scrimmage and hear an address by the great Vinny Serrato. I'm sure everybody <laughs> was very excited to hear that. The worst part about this was that the parking charge wasn't even mentioned in the advertisements that the team produced for the event. So they put this thing out and making it like it was a free thing, but really he brought him in for the $25. Smart move by Mr. Snyder again. What a beast. What a great freaking move. And you know, he had Vinny Serrato do, I mean, the draw must have been huge for him. Oh yeah. They were really excited. And here goes, Matt. Little research. Oh God. Speaking of Vinny Serrato real quick. So I was looking at these obscure freaking things and, Mm -hmm. you know, like, what did Vinny Serrato have pictures of Snyder in order to be on his staff for that long? But whatever. If anybody doesn't know, and I didn't, Vinny Serrato was in a movie. He was a lead role. He was a cop in a movie called Kindergarten Ninja. I thought you were going to say Kindergarten Cop for a second. No, I was no, like, no. I don't think it got the wrong guy. Kindergarten Ninja. 
came out in 1994. I, there's a little clip on YouTube of it. Oh my God, it's horrific. Dwight Clark was in it. And so Vinny Serrato and him were in this movie and and Serrato was a cop that was trying to get down and dirty. He was like the dirty Harry of the movie. It's awful. Check it out. So what's your number three though? Oh, my number three. Sorry. My number three is the same. The the fan appreciation. Mm, okay. Yeah. So that's why I came up with that little Serato piece. Yeah. What a real piece of shit. Anyway. So, uh, Noel, what's your number two? My number two is airline peanuts. So what's wrong with airline peanuts? Everybody loves those. Airlines are so cheap now. I don't even think they'll give you freaking a barf bag <laughs> any, <laughs> anymore. So let alone peanuts. But anyway... They were selling, at FedEx Field, they were selling airline peanuts, unshelled airline peanuts from this company that went bankrupt. And they continued to sell the peanuts even after the airline went bankrupt. So a year and a half after this company went bankrupt, and from an expert, I guess, they say that airline peanuts go bad after three months. They were basically selling them for another 18 months after the company went defunct. So there you go. And God knows how much he was selling them for, like six bucks a pack or something. Who the hell knows? But yeah, pretty bad. I can't believe that that wasn't out there. I didn't even know about that one. Didn't even know about it. When you have so many, it's tough to keep track. It is. But expired food? (laughs) I mean, and an airline on it that, shit, I hadn't even heard of this damn airline. Independence Air? The fuck? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Somehow they made it into FedEx Field. Well, we had two expired foods on there. Yeah, man. You know, that's pretty good for him. I consider beer a food. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You you consume it, you know. <laughs> but anyway, um, so my number two is... <laughs> this is awesome. Snyder was sued by his former nanny who said that she was being shortchanged and asked to be compensated properly. Uh, Snyder screamed, quote, I pay you more than my Redskins Park people. I can't afford to pay you like this. So she sued him. And the court ordered Snyder, the court ordered Snyder to pay the nanny almost forty five thousand dollars in back pay. God, this is this guy hurting for money? I, I don't know. I mean, it, that's why I mean, he has money, Matt. Yeah, rich get richer. Rich I guess. get richer, man. God, this you guy know? is unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, you got to look at this woman in the face. Taking you know, care of your bratty, snotty, rich kids. Yeah, with them probably you know, like an au pair that's probably with them eighteen fucking hours a day. <laughs> right, and he's bitch, and she's having to sue for back pay. I mean, that, what a piece! And forty five thousand dollars. That's not like jeez, man. Jesus, this guy's unbelievable. All right, well, what's your number one, Noel? Numero uno, the Pentagon flag hat. Oh, yeah. After 9-11. So the charitable guy that Snyder is, Mm -hmm. he decided to have this commemorative September 11th hat, the Pentagon hat, and it had the Pentagon on the side and the flag and that whole thing. The Marty year. The Marty year, yes. Yes. And he decided to give the proceeds to the 9-11 victims, charities, etc. That's really nice of him. Yeah, it was. It's the right thing to do. Good for you, buddy. Apparently, it didn't end there. (laughs) Because you got to make something off of it. It's not bad (laughs) enough that you can write it off on your taxes. Not not enough, apparently. That year, he was charging on the tickets a $4 security charge. 
Wow. Per ticket to basically get that money back. Instead of profiting off the hats, he was profiting $4 a ticket on the 9-11 situation. That's like a whole nother level of piece of shit. You go out of your way to profit off of it. Well, and and on top of that, you make a hat and you're like, oh, you're going to put it out there. And, you know, you say all this money's going to charity, but you're making a little change on the back end. And then, like you said, the tax write off on top of that. Right. How could you ever defend this man? That's what I'd like to know (laughs) for anything. Matt. It's just business. disgusting. And you know, I will say this. I know this happened 100% that after Sean Taylor died, that he profited off of those Sean Taylor bears. I can't find it anywhere, but I know it happened. 100% know it happened. I don't know if he wiped it off the internet or something. But I remember those bears. Yeah. I don't know where the money, I can't say where the money went and if he profited off of, body wasn't even cold yet. Right. He was, I'm telling you, he did profit off of those in some way. I think he sold it for like 30 bucks a pop yeah, or something yeah, like they that. Yeah, they were. And then a portion of the proceeds go to whatever. That's like 3% or something. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right. My number one, this is probably more well-known, but I mean, this is, it's kind of funny and ridiculous, but it's pure scumbag move, is uh, when Snyder left vanilla ice cream in Mike Nolan's office to thaw. <laughs> yes. But I didn't know this. I thought he only did it once. He did it twice. Twice. On, in a season. So... <laughs> So the reason being, if you don't know, is because he felt that Mike Nolan's defensive schemes were a little too simplistic for his Damn right it was. Well, I don't disagree (laughs) with him, but the fuck... I mean, come on. It was his first year. (laughs) This is what this guy does? (laughs) Could you imagine how he was back in 99? He must have just been... A crazed maniac. 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 (laughs) I mean, mean, he is a PG version of himself compared to what he was back then. Absolutely. Just didn't care. Say what was on his mind. I've treated people like dog shit. I mean, whatever it took. Do you remember when they won the vision in 99 and and NFL Films was like in the locker room and then he hugged Norv? Yeah. And Norv looked like he was, he saw a ghost. Yeah. It was like in a cold shower. He was like, uh, he he uh, he didn't know what to do. Yeah. It was the most awkward thing I'd ever seen. And Norvick, because he was, he was like probably... Germ- get- yeah, he looked like a germaphobe that was being touched for the first time. Well, I mean, he was used to being screamed oh, at, yeah, I'm sure. No, absolutely. It was like when you flinch when Pop raises his hand when you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't just actually raise his hand. He just hit you every time. And that's why you didn't have to flinch. Me, you know, he was a little lighter on that one. That was the older one, you know? Got to take yeah, that. Speaking of, got softer with age. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Empire. There have been some stupid tweets this past week or week and a half ish. One being our defensive coordinator, Jack Del Rio. He was God. responding on Twitter to. Riverboat Hostage. What a great name. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? So Riverboat Hostage said to Del Rio and Ron Rivera, this was directed towards them, instead of... Instead of stumping for universal health care and bragging about registering everyone to vote, instead of clapping back at Brian Baldinger about your defense, let's focus on winning, which is your job. And then Jack Del Rio said, take your whiny butt somewhere else. You're not the boss of me. Damn! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what I idiot. mean, he put him in his place. You're not the... Bu- I, it had to be a joke, right? I mean, nobody talks like I that. I would hope so. You're not the boss of me. I hope so. I and mean... Then- <laughs> Go ahead. Some of the shit that's come out of that fool's mouth, I, I would hope that he just said that just to be a playful idiot. 
I don't know. Ugh, such a moron. But all right. And another one from Falcons, Tacarus McKinley. It got him released, actually. Apparently, he's been trying to get traded for two years. And they finally said, fuck it, we're releasing you. But And he wrote, these Atlanta Falcons turned down a second round draft pick when I requested to get traded last year. The same Falcons turned down a fifth and sixth round draft pick from multiple teams when I requested to get traded this year. I only have 17 and a half career sacks. And then he did clown emojis after that. Three of them, actually. So, um, yeah, got him released. See ya. So, in the spirit of these stupid tweets, kind of had the idea of making our own list, which these two don't make. There's just kind of a precursor to the list. Kind of spurred it on. Yeah. So we have the idea to do a top five of athletes' most idiotic tweets. <laughs> I think that speaks for itself. So let's start. Noel, what's your number five? All right. Yeah, let's do it. So I'm starting out a little light, and this is a shout out for Matt, actually. It's for his um, his DC Defenders XFL squad. Oh. RIP. Yeah, they're back, baby. The Rock. Man. Uh, 2021. Oh, yeah. Obviously, you don't read Twitter, no. Just like Marvel movies are back, right? They're really yeah. are coming back. Well, good for them. We'll see. The Rock owns it. All right. Well, this is from uh, Cardell Jones. This is when he was with Ohio State. Another fellow Ohio State quarterback that Matthew loves. Well, this is when he was at Ohio State. Why should we have to go to class if we came here to play football? We ain't come to play school. Classes are pointless. <laughs> He's so right. I mean, it's damn true. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you think we didn't know that, Cardell? Yeah. Really? But still, what an idiot. You don't say that, but it's kind of universally known that if you go to Ohio State, you're not there to play It's kind of universally known that 95% of the guys that go to play college football ain't going there for school time. It just is. The guy leaves early and, you know, plays sporadically in the NFL. And now he's with your uh, DC. Well, we don't even know if he's with the DC Defenders anymore. No, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, wait, they'll so, probably have a completely new roster. So I guess but, he should have played, should have stayed in school. <laughs> yeah. Lesson for you kids. Yeah. Stay in school. Stay in school. All right, so my number five is former Steelers running back Rashard Mendenhall when he defended Osama bin Laden. It's a good person to defend. Yeah, I would think so. (laughs) His tweet was, what kind of person celebrates death? It's amazing how people can hate a man they have never met, they have never even heard speak. We've only heard one side. Then he followed that tweet up with, uh, somebody, I guess, responded to him like, you're a fucking idiot. And he said, we'll never know what really happened. I just have a hard time believing a plane could take a skyscraper down demolition style. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> So apparently he's a 9/11 conspiracy theorist. Oh Jesus. You know, as an American, American, I mean, I think everybody was kind of get behind the idea of Osama bin Laden getting plowed down, but apparently he didn't. So Good for him. You know, everybody's got their own opinion. Do they? Do they? I think that's I mean, one universal like, opinion that, yeah, that everybody I mean, can agree on. I know that people are divided in things, but shit, man. How else did he think that the buildings went down? I'm just curious when these people have these conspiracy theories. When you see a building go into it, do you think that like people took time out of their day to CGI uh, planes well, going into buildings? Well, I, I have watched some conspiracy theory documentaries on Why? 9-11. I don't know, just for the fuck of it. But basically, they're saying that the government implanted bombs because it's impossible for a plane to make those drop perfectly straight down. Oh, yeah, shit like that. I see. I don't I agree see. with it. I'm just, you know, I like to hear different sides. I see. So, so basically... Maybe I'm in the Mendenhall camp. I don't know. <laughs> so, 
So, um, yeah, you want me to buy you that that flat earth globe that they have? I already got it. I'm oh, good. you do? Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. I got, I got three of them. Jeez, man. So dumb. Anyway, go on. All right, so I'll go. My number four is... This one's insane, but when Paul George offended Ray Rice after he beat the shit out of his girlfriend on camera, if anybody remembers that, when there was that elevator cam, he just basically smashed her face on that handrail, whatever it was, you know, that it's in a, yeah. that's in an elevator. And the drag out, like the, the <laughs> elevator was closing and then opened back up again because her body's being pulled out. Right. Uh, so, you know, I thought yeah, this was a smart tweet by Paul. One. Yeah. So what Paul George said, quote, I don't condone hitting women. Or think it's a coup, but if she ain't tripping, then I ain't tripping. Let's keep it moving. LOL. Let the man play. What the fuck? Are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, hey, she don't go crazy. I won't go crazy. <sighs> okay. So he's basically in one part of the sentence, he's not condoning hitting women. But then at the other part is basically like, if she's crazy, then I guess you should hit the shit out of her. I, I don't, I guess that's what he's saying, but then I don't really understand. I guess it. ain't and, nobody above an ass whooping, Matt. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I mean, uh, the timing. It's just, what are you doing, man? Let the man play. Let the, let him play. Yeah. I mean, he's... I guess it. he was thinking about himself at a later date. Yeah, Maybe yeah. he just did think, it, you just, know. Hey, man. Yeah, he wanted Ray Rice to be a trailblazer. <laughs> for if you kick the shit out of a woman, you get away with it, then it's fair game after that. Shit, I didn't even get caught on camera doing it. All she did was show up with a black eye. <laughs> Well, Ray Rice definitely was a trailblazer because uh, now you get an instant six-game suspension when you do that in the NFL. So, yeah, what, what a fucking moron. What's your number four, Noel? Actually, coincidentally enough, that was my number four as well. Ah, okay. Yeah, it was. Just an idiot comment. And most of these are just the timing of them. I could see even saying something, like a reporter asks you a question and you're blindsided and you just say something stupid. But when you're tweeting, you're actually typing something in and sending it. Yeah. I mean, you're thinking about it and it's on your mind to the point that you are typing. I just don't get it. Anyway. They're handlers or they're, they're you know, whatever you want to call them. What are they called that uh, Vander Holyfield has? His camp. His camp or entourage. <laughs> yeah. They should really have somebody who handles their Twitter account. And, you know, it's amazing to me that more and more of these idiots continue to write stupid shit. Oh, Matt. I mean, when we were looking at these at some of these tweets, I mean, we could have made a list of 50. It could have been top yeah. 50. <laughs> it's unbelievable. We're just picking some. But I mean, some of these were just out of control. Yeah. Like this next one. But you have the number three, so go All right, ahead. I have the number three. So this is Stevie Johnson. Now, this guy's a nut job. If anybody doesn't remember him, he was a receiver. He played for the Bills. Yeah. Um, always said shit, talked shit, just out the side of his mouth all the time. But this one was funny to me. So <laughs> I guess they were, they were playing the Steelers, and he dropped a critical ball to win the game against the Steelers when he was I vaguely with remember that actually yeah when he was with that's, Buffalo. What, that's when they were wearing those clown uniforms the clown like, uniforms every color like the, of yeah, blue the, the, and the red. shoulder pad blue and the, God, just they were all so over bad. the damn place so horrible but this is so what what he said after the game because he dropped that critical ball and this is about God hmm. he's tweeting to God here okay he's listening yeah and he's listening it's very important to him about Stevie Johnson's drop ball and this is all in caps I praise you 24-7, and this is how you do me? <laughs> what? You expect me to learn from this? How? I'll never forget this, ever. Thanks, Doe. Doe? <laughs> how do you spell that? T-H-O? 
T-H-O. Okay. Yeah. So he's bitching at God about that he dropped this ball. Like, dude, I've been in your camp all this time. I've been, you know, rooting That's for... Like- <laughs> That's like Conan. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Conan? Yeah. No, remember when Conan yeah, was... Yeah, uh, what was yeah. his god? Crumb. Crumb. Yeah. Crumb. Or like when um, Joe Boo? Yeah. If Fuck you, you Joe Boo. <laughs> I do it myself. <laughs> uh, and then ends it with, thanks though. Thanks, you know, but, you know, thanks. Yeah. I don't want to get... Let's end on a, uh, yeah, on a nice yeah, let's note end here. On a high let's note. Not, he started, seeing, he started seeing the clouds move. <laughs> As he was tweeting it, and then all of a sudden, thanks, though. <laughs> For all the uh, the Jesus folk out there, I'm just curious, do you have to tweet something like that? Can't you just think it and talk to God yourself? That's what I thought. I don't know. Maybe you know, well, maybe God has a tweet camp. Oh, yeah, that's a good possibility. <laughs> if someone's going to have one, I mean, wouldn't he have one? you got to say, I mean, he's shit. He's... How many followers do you think he has? Oh, I, I bet you he's doing More pretty good. More than Trump. Pretty good, than... yeah. <laughs> I bet you say he's doing pretty damn good. Good for him. He gets residuals from that, I have no doubt. People posting uh, ads and things. God's got to get paid, too. Yeah, he does. All right. Well, my number three is basketball player Larry Nance Jr. I'm sure many of you have heard of him. Some maybe haven't. But this was... (laughs) This one's kind of in bad taste considering Kobe Bryant's no longer with us, but I thought I'd throw it on here anyway. Uh, I do. (laughs) They think I'm the asshole. (laughs) Well, you know, Kobe wasn't a choir boy, you know, back in the day. No, no, he wasn't. I mean, just because he died doesn't mean that, you know, all that other shit gets wiped away. We all got skeletons. Yeah, well, he has plenty, so had in past tense, I should say. But anyway, so Larry Nance said, gee, I sure hope Kobe can keep his hands to himself in Denver this time. Hashtag rapist. God. That was back in 2012, so pretty uh, <laughs> pretty up well, on the Well, at least he was that... still alive when he said it. Oh, yeah. He was alive. He was playing. He was yeah, on his yeah. way to Denver. He was, and, he was um... in Denver. He was playing. Just hands on a ball. <laughs> we think. You know, he deleted that pretty quickly, but it never disappears off the yeah. internet. So they found it. Nance later apologized to his teammate before training camp, and uh, they put the issue behind him. So how do you put that issue behind you? I don't know, but he joined him on the team. No, I know. I know. It's crazy. Talk about a conversation. Well, obviously, Kobe's no LeBron. I'm amazed that he even allowed him on the team. That's, uh, That's speaking volumes right there for him. Damn, man. He walks into the locker room, and on top of that, he capped it off with hashtag rapist. I mean, he could have just ended it with the Denver part. Yeah, he didn't even dance around it. Yeah, like innuendo it, like, oh, you know, Denver, whatever happened there, happened there. Mm -hmm. You know, but damn, I'm going to make it abundantly clear here (laughs) what I am talking about. I'm going to throw in hashtag rapist. (laughs) Yeah, just in case there's any any question about what I'm discussing. Not playing grab ass or anything like that. Nah, nah. we're going full out. It's going going in. for it. Didn't mince words, and nope. you know, and and um, credit to Kobe for letting him come to the Lakers, and MJ wouldn't have done that. Well, MJ destroys good people, <laughs> <laughs> let alone someone that fuck with them like that. Shit, he's released people for just talking shit because they scored a basket on him. Imagine what he would have done in this situation. Good yeah. lord, Leron Prophet never be the same. <laughs> All right, no, what's your number two? All right, so my number two is. Now, for anybody, I'm just giving a couple of them because this thing goes on for a long time, and it's awesome. It's between LaShawn McCoy and baby mama Stephanie Massinet or whatever. I don't know. They had a son Mm. together. It was one of those hit and go, I guess. So Uh. 
Not too this, far, obviously. Yeah, I know. So at this point, I guess she's looking for child support. And they're going back and forth. Relationships gone south, yada, yada. You know the story. So he's going off on Twitter. And this is the first one that he does. He says, I hit you in a week without knowing your name. That sounds like a rap song. <laughs> yeah, it should be. Maybe he got it from one. Who knows? It's pretty good. Yeah. My son, the only reason you have a life, you broke. Stop fronting on IG. You bum. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yeah, dot, dot, dot. Caps, you bum. <laughs> Who calls a female a bum? That's I don't strange... know. That's like you bum is like something that a, a fan says to a player on like a field. You bum. Yeah. Like, get off the field, you bum. Like something like that. That's so weak. Especially after basically calling her a hoe and saying, I banged you in a week. <laughs> then all of a sudden, you, you bum. Yeah. It's like uh, what Del Rio said. You're not the boss of yeah. me. Then he says it again. He It goes a lot more, and he's bitching about, you know, basically her being a hoe, and her family's a bunch of mooches and all that shit. And then mm-hmm. he finishes it with, and he uses you bum again. Yes. Ha, 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 you a bum. You live off me. Can't do nothing without me. I'm rich and you're broke. <laughs> Done. <laughs> So basically, she's, hey, she's looking for a payday. She got hit up. Now she's trying to hit him up. Did well for herself. He's going to have to pay. I'm sure he already does. (laughs) You would think. I mean, he's a millionaire, right? Yeah. Just ask Adrian Peterson, though, how far that goes. Yeah. He's, uh, what does he have? Nine illegitimate children, I think. (laughs) Right. You got to pay to play, man. No, I know. I know. (laughs) You got to pay to play. But damn, God help you if you were in that room when the two of them were arguing. Shit, if they're putting it all out there for everyone to see. And like I said, that's just that's just a couple of them. I mean, everybody's got to take a look at that. Rand. that was a that was a while back. But shit, it was when McCoy was relevant. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Shady. <laughs> Probably during his Eagles days when he was annihilating Washington. Washington. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, my number two, I've actually got a two A and a two B. This is a little different, but they're all Hulk Hogan. The immortal Hulk Hogan, the the goat. I'm good with the goat. So he's a little old and doesn't understand Twitter, apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, you know, he was just trying to get his bearings together. So, if anybody remembers, there was a lot of issues when it came to Hulk Hogan and black people. So he was in a private conversation. He was basically <laughs> said that he didn't want his daughter Brooke to be with a a black man. The only way that he'd be okay with that is if he played professional basketball. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. He's Man, like, that's very specific. Not yes. football. It has to be basketball. Well, I think he was like in general, like oh, at okay. least the guy All can right. be rich. Oh, you know? there you go. There you, you go. Know, that, that's kind of what okay, he meant well. by that. But so, you know, he didn't realize he was being recorded and it was in, in his home. But the tweets are pretty funny. In this case, he didn't actually do any tweets on his own, though. He retweeted other people's tweets because <laughs> I don't think he really understood how this worked. So the first one came from Michaela Han. I guess that's a girl, but she goes, hey, Hulk, I went balls deep on Brooke. Can I get a retweet? <laughs> <laughs> Brooke being his daughter. And um, he was nice enough to give her a retweet. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's awesome. That's great. But then my 2B is... So, back to what I was talking about when the racist comments. Yeah. So, some guy or a lot of people noticed that Hogan kept uh, retweeting these tweets. And people kept putting in just 
black people saying, like, for instance, this guy, Monkey D. Jiggy was his name. He said, Hulk Hogan, everybody says stuff from time to time. Don't forget me and my dad will always have your back, brother. Okay, that'd be fine. But the, the thing was, it was a picture of Drake, the rapper, and ex-English soccer player Rio Fernand, and he just thought they were regular black guys. You know, he didn't know that there was a difference. So what they kept doing was these like people that were actually well known, and he kept retweeting them to legitimize his non-hatred towards black people. Oh my gosh. So he must have done this like eight times. And every single time it was some, you know, either a football player or, you know, somebody he just didn't so, know. He's just like, they're black. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to go ahead and retweet what it. because a fucking moron. <laughs> so, so it made him look even worse. Right. So that's what he kept doing there. But anyway, that's my number two. Going back to the first tweet. Yeah. The ball's so deep. He just, <laughs> so he just... Can, can I say something real quick? Yeah. So... As you guys know, I, I'm in staffing, and one of the first people that I ever recruited, okay, I'm in IT, right? And we recruit a lot of Indian people. They just tend to do a lot of IT work. And I talk to a lot, you know, a lot of people with accents, heavy accents. So I found this guy on LinkedIn. He looked like a perfect fit for a specific job that we had, and his name was Ball Deep Mac. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, this just reminded me of this. And so I, I, I got his number and I was like, man, I got to call this guy. But I was expecting him to be like, hello, this is Baldeep. You know, that kind of thing. But wow, you actually do that pretty well. Good I job. speak to a lot of, of Indian yeah. folks. But then this guy picks up and he goes, I swear to God, Noel, it was exactly like this. He goes, hello, this is Baldeep. Like, <laughs> like he was so proud of it. No accent, just like sounded like a, a guy on the, like New York Stock Exchange or something. What a you beast. Know? Yeah, he's like, he just owned yeah, it. This is ball then, deep, damn it. <laughs> you got a problem? I laughed in his ear and hung up the phone on him. <laughs> no joke. 100% true. And I never spoke to Ball Deep again. I do see Ball Deep from time to time on LinkedIn, and he's his career is just taken off. Good for and, him. Um, yeah, and he's doing well for himself. Good for and him. No one will ever forget a name like that. I think oh, he automatically no. gets a job just because his name's Ball Deep and he doesn't have an accent. He's a beast. Yeah, no. Ball. I mean, he's... Good for Ball. Yeah, good for Deep. <laughs> is it Ball or is it Deep? <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, well, according to him, it's Ball Deep. Hey, that's how he introduces himself. You know, hey, it's his name, damn it. Uh, anyway, that's that's my ball deep story. But anyway, I, I cut you off. I'm no, sorry. No, no. Let's move on. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're moving on to number one, right? What's your number one? Uh, so my number one is Laramie Tunsil. This isn't a dialogue tweet. This is a video put on Twitter. Now, this <laughs> idiot, I don't know how it was put on, girlfriend, whatever, Hacked. Hacked. Yeah, right. Like people are hacking your fucking you're that important that people are gonna go on there and hack your shit. So anyway, he decided to take a video or somebody videoed him of him with a gas mask on with a bong connected to it. <laughs> I remember this. This is the day before the draft. This guy's supposed to be drafted potentially top picks, best tackle in the draft. He ends up going 13th. He costs himself $8 million, and he proceeds to not only does he have the mask on and he's hitting this bong, he takes it off. At least keep yourself incognito. We get it. 
You smoke a bong. Who gives a shit? But really? You moron? Really? It was like a World War II like, yeah, <laughs> like gas mask. It was like it was like post-apocalyptic mask with a freaking bong tape to it. You, everybody's got to check it out. But what a moron. Uh, yeah, like I said, probably cost himself about $8 million. He made the All-Pro last year. He's a beast. But yeah, we should have traded for him. Yeah, hell Fucking. yeah. But this video will go down in infamy. He'll never shake this damn thing. But, you know, hey, it looked like he had fun for that 17-second video. But There's it- no conceivable way, Noel, that this guy posted that himself hours before the draft there's not i don't give a shit how stupid you are something had to have happened there that the girlfriend was in his dorm room and posted it or you know some guy that hated him who knows but yeah the fact that he recorded himself as a fucking moron to do that to begin with to open up the possibility of that happening but yeah i remember that one well and it was freaking hilarious I love the gas mask. It was such a oh, it's so awesome. And he Full takes it off. Coverage. It's, just, it's just after he takes it, it's just woof. Yeah, it's not like like Bane's mask or something. It, it covers his oh, entire hell face. Oh yeah, it's beast, man. <laughs> or even find something like that. <laughs> All right, finish things off. My number one. It's not that funny, but I thought it was a number one for a beloved Washington player from both of our standpoints. Yep, Gilbert Arenas when he brought guns into the Wizards locker room. Now, and I kind of thought this was funny at the time, that picture that surfaced with um, him dancing around Antoine Jameson and and Deshaun Stevenson, he's doing the little bang, 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 (laughs) you know, after after they said that he brought the guns in with that dickhead Javaris Crittenton, who's actually in jail right now for, I believe, murdering someone with a gun, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Yeah, he really did the bang, bang. So the day after that Gilbert was accused of bringing these guns in, he decided to put out a tweet. And this was in Twitter's infancy back in, what, 2011 or something. I mean, looking through this, they didn't even have, you know how they have those like little pictures, like the, the snapshot of Twitter? Washington Post actually typed it out, and so did everybody else. So this, that's how old this is. <laughs> so I was like confused. Did he do it? Th- but anyway, so this is what he said. I wake up this morning and seen I was the new John Wayne in caps. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. L-M-A-O, I believe that's laughing my ass off. Media is too funny. So the NBA didn't like that very much that he decided to tweet that out. And of course, in conjunction with the picture of him laughing his ass off with the bang bang, they said, say la vie, say la vie. (laughs) Suspended him and he never played again for your Washington Wizards. Yeah, it's sad. He was one of the trailblazers for the stupid tweet. Oh, that's for sure. He was always ahead of his time. Always was in basketball, on the floor, tweets. Always ahead of his time. Always just a couple years too soon. Gilbert tends to say a lot of dumb shit, but listen to the guy. He's he's super smart. I heard uh, on the Gurno show. He's sharp as a tack, man. He really is. He knows his stuff. He, He knows about basketball. He just knows about a lot of things other than basketball basketball and it's it's a shame i was always so impressed with gilbert loved his antics off the court poor gilbert what could have been what could have been but still he'll have a couple things that go down in wizards lore yeah you know the big shots ahead of his time had some good teams had some great tweets and the bang bang thing man everybody's (laughs) gonna know it i remember what i saw i was like no no don't do that bang i don't know if you (laughs) Cactus Jack. I had that as my wallpaper for a little bit. I remember that, actually. That was like the last hurrah of Gil. You got anything else? No, that's everything. I think right. I'm, I'm going to get on Twitter now, if I knew how to use it. Well, good luck with that. Godspeed. I'll smash a retweet on anything like Hogan. Fucking idiot. 
<laughs> just retweet everything. <laughs> well, I'm going to go find Ball Deep, I think. <laughs> it's been many years since the last time we've spoken. Empire. Is there anything better than sitting on your couch and vegging out for 12 hours on a Sunday? No, there's not. There really is Especially when everybody leaves me alone and I can do it by myself. Yeah, well. That's the key. Because you know I don't like anyone. I'm well aware of that. But is there a part of you that just is sad that you can't go see a live game? A very small part. <laughs> All right. Well, it was a rhetorical question. <laughs> but What are you doing, a commercial? I am. But we're here to remind you that it's not all it's cracked up to be. So on this installment, we're going to be talking about top five reasons to hate going to a live sporting event. Yeah, I Uh, think there are plenty of them. Everybody's, oh, we can't go. And I think everybody forgets about when they get there. One of the things that goes through their mind is, what the fuck am I doing here? Well, what am, I, what am I doing here? I would think pretty much everybody has that thought. Has that moment, especially when their team's getting their ass kicked. You're looking around at these fools around you. You're crammed into this shitty seat that's like a Flintstones chair. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck am I doing here? Why yeah. am I Why am I go- putting myself through this? Your ass is killing you. You're yeah. sweating your ass off. You're sitting on the, on the sun side that you're getting burnt to a crisp. Right. You know, so we figured, you know... Let's remember some of the negatives to make everybody feel a little bit better that it's not all it's cracked up to be. True that. All right, let's start with number five. What's yours, Noel? Speaking of, I've got the elements. Hmm. Primarily rain. (laughs) All right, I'm just getting too damn old for this. You wake up in the morning, you know, you got to get there early. And then you wake up and you look outside and it's a torrential fucking downpour. You've already paid for the tickets, so you know you got to go. Right. And then you're driving through this shit. You get there, park in some gravel shithole half the time. To save 10 bucks on parking. To save 10 bucks on parking in some mud pit. Don't even know if you're going to be able to get out of it. Tredge up to this damn thing. Then you find your seat soaked. Geeks with like these those little like see-through ponchos on and everything. Everybody's on top of each other, getting each other wet. Well, you're too it's, cool to wear a poncho when it's raining? Yeah, I am. Oh, okay. I wear like one of those like weather jackets, you know? <laughs> yeah, that they wear like, well, like one of those like clear geek ponchos, like the pair that wears the same color. <laughs> like the husband and wives that like both wear the same one. They fucking geeks. So anyway, and then you're standing there in the rain. You can't get comfortable. No. You just can't. The only respite is like, please get to halftime so I can go inside where every other fucking wet idiot is. <laughs> it's just a nightmare. It's off. And then going to a Washington game, you got a 90% chance that they're going to get their ass kicked anyway. <laughs> and you're standing there for four hours soaking wet for what? So yeah, that's my number five. Yeah, that's a good one, Noel. But my number five is the drunk asshole. <laughs> How many times have you gone to a game and somebody's been drinking since, I don't know, 9 a.m. for a one o'clock game and they're just annihilated and they're loud and obnoxious and bumping into you and, you know, it's just a miserable experience. And if you say anything to the guy, you're the asshole. You're the asshole. You're like the bring down. Yeah. Like, screw you, you drunk fuck. You're ruining the experience for everybody, man. I remember this is actually at a wrestling event, but still. Same thing. Oh no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. It's not. I mean, it's still a crowd. No, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about the show. But this guy was annihilated. I mean, when I talk annihilated, he was he was behind us, and he was saying, "I couldn't even make this stuff up." He just kept saying, "Ah, you Albanian motherfucker." <laughs> 
over and over and then he would pass out in his seat who was the albanian that he was i don't know to? maybe he thought i was albanian i don't know it's a possibility then he definitely would have thought i was <laughs> that's for sure no but then he would sit back in his seat and pass out and then randomly cool. wake up and then just go bah and then stand up again and then say the albanian it, it was just a you get what you pay for matt see what you get at those events Oh my god, this guy was unbelievable, and we and we threatened to kick the shit out of him, and then he got kicked out. But at least that happened. You know what makes me crazy about that shit? You let it go for a little while, and you're like, all right, you let it go. You try to be the bigger person, mm. and then finally you say something, and everybody else is annoyed. You can see it in their faces, right? And everybody else is annoyed, and finally you say, you know what? Hey, hey, buddy. Shut the fucker, get the hell out of here. <laughs> right. And you're everybody's universe is in their shoes. Everybody was thinking the same thing. You're like, yeah, man, go for it. And as soon as you do, everybody's just looking down and no eye contact from anybody else. You're the crazy one. Until the guy leaves. Until and, the guy leaves and, then and everybody like, oh, thank you. Pussies. Oh my god, it's horrible. Alright, what's your number four? Late arrivals. Late arrivals to the seat. Okay. You're in the heat of the freaking battle of a game and these hot shots like too cool for school like oh you know we get here when we get here you know huh? yeah fuckers and so you're you're sitting there you're watching a game then of course they get there and nine times out of freaking ten there's a person sitting in their seat so they have to say excuse me um i think that's ours that's 14g uh i think you're that's ours so everybody pulls out their tickets yeah, and they have a debate about well it's aisle q <laughs> you know it's like all this shit and in the meantime you're standing up the freaking Redskins or Washington's driving down the field and you're missing half of it because these fools are debating about what seat they need to be in. It makes you want to go bonkers. Yes. Hey, my number four is a late arrival as well, but a little bit different. So you know what upsets me is when there's open seats and you know me, I go, oh my God, I go I mean, find the closest possible seat. No pride, no shame. You know, I really like going to games with you because you do have an etiquette. You yeah. really do. But this one, I mean, he's incessant. If he sees seats, guys, he'll see seats freaking three sections away. I, I can't even see that far. And he'll be like, hey, Noel, like you see those two over there? They've been open for a while. He's like the fucking Terminator. Well, like, and he'll bug me about it. He'll say, so, yeah, I think, when do you think we should go down there? Matt, I'm not going down there. I'm not walking all the way down there like an idiot. I'm not walking all the way down there like an idiot. And the moment we sit down, either an usher or the people, the idiots that I was just talking about, um, uh, I think you're in the wrong seats. Well, in fairness, I wait till after halftime because there's oh. no way. But it has happened before <laughs> that people have shown up and said, uh, that that's our seat. I'm like, seriously? It's the beginning of the third quarter. What are you doing here? <laughs> But I, the, the, that annoys you because yeah the, <laughs> it, it plays into what you're saying why are you so it's your fucking fault that you're that late dickhead <laughs> i mean shit no i've gotten and so you, you've become so you've become me i've like, become the, the aggressor the poor the, the poor other people in the row are dealing with your ass and the late people no i don't argue with like, them i'm like, like oh leave, like oh oh uh sorry uh, it's happened uh, a couple times but i um i have more times than not gotten better seats because I do that. At a Wizards game, I got in the second row. 
I had to sweet talk the usher lady, and we God, got to the second row. End. I mean, it was unbelievable. Have you, ever been a, have you ever been in a second row of a Wizards game? I, I've probably been in the sixth row. Well, I mean, seconds to better. what end? So uh, good. You get to sit next to those freaking rich kids that are on their phones the whole time that don't even give a shit with their dads. Like, don't you hate when people show up to a basket? I get it. You're coming from work, asshole. You can take the sports jacket off. <laughs> Or, like, they'll put the jersey over their shirt and tie. Oh, my God, that's the word. Oh, put my a jersey God, I want to punch, <laughs> punch these guys in the face. Like, we get it. You came from the office, douchebag. We got you. Can't even loosen up the tie. I know. It's, like, always on the job. <laughs> always on the run. Yeah, oh, my God. Those people are the worst. Oh, uh, uh, the worst. All right, what's your number three? Speaking of screaming, <laughs> screaming fans. I mean, what are you screaming about? What are you yelling about? You have no involvement with the game. Yes, here and there, if a bad play happens or a good play happens, fine. What the fuck are you screaming the whole game for? At what? I think you're, you mean in terms of situations that people don't need to scream at, right? right. You can, you can that, yell in a game. Yeah, yeah. But if no, you're just abs- incessantly exactly. yelling. Just incessantly just making noise. Like people that lose their voices after a game as a fan. Lino? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, okay, perfect example. Thank you very much, Matt. Our cousin Lino. We went to the Italy-Mexico game. At RFK. 94. In 94 World Cup. Yeah. We had seats, lucky us, with him. <laughs> this fucker couldn't tell you what a soccer ball looked like. And he was screaming the whole game. Italia. Italia over and over again. So we had idiots of Mexico that were next to us. And this idiot in the sea of Mexican fans... They were screaming Mexico. He was screaming the one Italian in the place besides the two of us that were just looking at him, hoping that eventually he would just keel over. He almost did. He almost (laughs) fucking did. Face beat red, screaming his ass off, Italia the whole game. I don't even think he saw a play of the game. I don't even remember anything about that game other than that. Other than that. And it's a perfect example of why you don't fucking scream in the entire game. I was at a World Cup game. One at a time every four years probably would never see another game on U.S. soil again, potentially. And the only thing I remember about that fucking game is this idiot (laughs) yelling Italia the whole time. Do you remember by, like, um, I don't know, the 70th minute? He was almost toast. He, he was could, done. He, he had no voice anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My Shut Lord, up. have mercy. It's still in my nightmares. Hopefully Lino doesn't listen to this anyway. <laughs> ah, uh, fuck him. <laughs> he stole my World Cup experience. He can go fuck himself. And you're leaving that in, too. He <laughs> <laughs> better not fucking edit this shit out. This has been a long time coming. <laughs> he needs to hear this. Yeah, he does. Buffoon. <laughs> All right. So- <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So my number three is people that go to the games just don't give a shit. Kind of feeding off of, of what you've said. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go okay. <laughs> You know, um, (laughs) why? (laughs) All right. All right. All right. I'm good. I'm good. Why the fuck are you at this game? Why do you go? Is it a social gathering? What is the purpose 
to go to a game, pay money to go to a game you obviously don't give a shit about. People that are staring at their cell phones or whatever the, the case is, they just bother me. And, yeah. and they're not innocent bystanders. They don't just leave you alone. They tend to make your experience worse. Because they're going up to the bathroom every five seconds. They're trying to go get a drink, whatever. They may even turn into the drunk asshole because they don't give a shit. They don't know anything about the game that they're watching. They just make your experience worse. And even if they are just sitting there doing nothing, they still bother me. Because those seats could have gone to somebody who gave a shit. (laughs) No, I I totally understand. I know. We've pointed them out when we've been at games. Like, really? Why are you You have no freaking desire to be here. You dress to the nines. Half the times, like the soccer moms, they go to their kids' games. I'm sitting there trying to watch my daughter's soccer game, right? And you just hear them squawking behind you, talking about nothing to do with anything. Just what's on Pinterest or something. Yeah, or some shit like that. And the thing is, when they're in earshot, you're like, really? I came here to escape this. I came here to get away from this, to not have to listen to things I don't give a shit about. That's why I leave the house. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's a social gathering. It's just there. I'm just here to have fun. Well, so are we. Yeah. But it makes us look like crazy assholes because we actually care about the game. Like, whoa, you're that into this? Yeah. Like, oh, calm down. It's just football. Yeah. Like, well, you don't need to be here. Yeah. Go sit at the tailgate and and play beer pong and freaking do whatever the hell it is you're doing out in the parking lot the whole time. That's the only reason why you came. Yeah. They all love the tailgating part. They hate the game part. Yeah. Because they don't understand it. And who cares? uh, uh, Who cares? This isn't real life. Like you. Yeah. yeah, Fucking. All right. (laughs) What's, What's your number two? Sit down. How many times as a person, it could be any section, some idiot. Now, again, going back to the screaming thing, there are situational and circumstances in which it is okay. Right. Touchdowns, big plays, bad plays, like the ref makes a bad call. You get up, you're like, what the fuck? But these guys that are like levitating over their chair, just you're not in the game, dickhead. You're not in it. Nobody gives a shit about the only thing you're doing is causing a wave of people that have to stand up behind you. Right. That's it. You're not at Cameron Indoor, dude. (laughs) You're at a freaking professional football game where half the people there are rich and just want to sit on their asses. It can be one of the two things. They're either taking the game extremely seriously or they don't give a shit. Yeah. And they're completely clueless what proper etiquette is. Yeah, like the wife that stands up, the the crazed fan husband. So she just stands up with him just to be supportive. Yeah, so now you've got this wall in front of you and you've got to be, again, the jerk that says, excuse me, sit down. And you hope that there's like an old person in your section because you know they'll say sit the fuck down. Yeah. What about the guys that turn around and say like, we're at a game. You can stand up. You know, like, why are you sitting down? You're not a real fan. Right. Shut up. God, shut up. These are the type of things, people, that we do encounter. Not all at once, but you do. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you do all at once, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. My number two <laughs> is <laughs> the guys that think they know more about sports than they do. So uh, if you've ever been to a game and you got two idiots that are like sitting behind you and they're talking about a game, the game that they're watching, 
and yeah. they have no idea what they're talking about. And the guy's like, yeah, absolutely. Or or another guy that's trying to teach the other guy. Like, why didn't they throw on that play? Yeah. You know, when it's like third and inches, like they could have just gone for that. Yeah. You know, or, or like, like don't, they don't know any any situational football, know yeah. nothing about anything or the guy that's trying to explain it to his wife. Oh my but he God. still doesn't know anything about it. So <laughs> it's, it's the, the blind, blind leading the blind. Yeah. God, they're the worst. And you have to hear about it. Or, you know. And they talk pl- more than anybody. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. They don't shut the fuck up. They think that if they talk more and they throw out like jargon. Yeah. That they're creditable in some way. Exactly. It, it's, it's so bad. And kind of playing off in that one. It's not in my rankings, but like the small talkers. Oh yeah. Have you ever had one next to you that like, please, they've said like one thing to you and say, and in your mind, oh, that's yeah, the small. <laughs> in your mind, you're like, let's just end it there, please. Okay, you got it out, buddy. We're sitting arm to arm, ass to ass over here. You got it out, please. Just let's leave it at that. And then every once in a while, like they're trying to be a part of you. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my god, just leave me alone. Right. That's why I don't go to movies and shit either. Oh. I just I need I want none of it. You could do a top five on movies, but yeah. Uh, all right. So the elusive number one. What's yours, Noel? <laughs> Kids. Kids. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Freaking kids. Why the fuck are you bringing a baby to a football game? And sometimes, you know, kids, babies won't cry. The percentages are there. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So you bring this baby in, you cart all this shit in, stuff your way down a freaking row, and put like the gun range headphones on them. It's loud for the babies, Noel. What are you bringing a baby to a game for? I have no what, idea. What are you doing? You can't find and, a babysitter, and, really. Right. Yeah, you're completely right. And not just babies, younger kids too. Oh my God, they're the, that's where you I was going. want to talk about yeah. no etiquette, running around, or I don't want to be here, I'm hungry. And, I'm the, the- and the pussy dads. Yeah. The worst. They're worse than the kids. Make sure their son is a heterosexual, so they're going to bring their five-year-old, teach him young, Yeah. you know, and bring their, their fucking bratty five-year-old kid to a game. He could give two shits about it, doesn't even know what planet he's on, and <laughs> And you're bringing him there and all he wants to do is get toys and get some nachos. Right. And the dad is just like trying to make it through a drive like, okay, Bobby, like I promise right after this, we'll go up there and we'll go get you something. Okay. So you're listening to this fool sell his son the entire freaking game. And you have these two buffoons, one that doesn't give a shit. And the other guy, he's like, whatever he can get out of the game. And usually they end up leaving in like the third quarter anyway. Because even this idiot can't deal with it. (laughs) Right. Where's the applause when those fools leave? I'd rather have the drunk. Wait, oh, totally. At least he gave a shit at one point, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my number one is the guy that gets up every five minutes in your aisle. Oh, my God. I always seem to be in that aisle. And this can be a conglomeration of he has the kids, so he has to get up every five minutes. Or he's drunk, and he has to piss every five minutes. Or what, he's what? old, or he's so old. he has to go to the bathroom every five minutes. Right. Stay home. If you're at the end, you got to get up. Yeah. Or the worst part is the guy obviously doesn't give a shit about the game, but he'll stop in front of you in motion to get to the aisle to go to the bathroom, whatever the hell he's doing during a quote unquote big play or so he yeah, yeah. stop to like he gives a shit like I got to see this one to uh, for appearances. You do that thing where you have to slide back, you know, just <laughs> enough so he doesn't hit your knees yeah. and then but he'll stop and turn and look at the game. 
that's great that I don't get to see it. Cool. But as long as you do, we're good. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dickhead. I mean, when we go to games, I'm at my seat 90% of it. Absolutely. You're there I to watch there, the game. I'm, go, I'm there to watch the game, and that's it. If I had to get up 15 times, I know everybody thinks I'm an asshole, but I do think about other people's circumstances. This person paid to come to this game. Do they just want to stare at my ass going through an aisle 90% of it because I have to be going back and forth? Did I need that second cotton candy that badly you did that i needed to get up and make 13 people in a row move for me the narcissism of these assholes stay home and that's why you know as i get older i can completely understand why pop as i've gotten older said i'm not getting involved in that shit and he used to take us to games all the time i know and as he got older they became less and less and i don't blame him one damn bit and that was well before sunday ticket that's for sure well and just getting to the game traffic it's an oh, entire day affair it's a whole uh, thing and just dealing with idiots and you hope that it's a good experience like yes there are good times that we've had at games when like holy cow we've left that that was an awesome experience but not that many but this is just a, a good reminder of you ain't missing much no, so don't feel like, bad. It's okay. Yeah. Enjoy your 4K TV. Be able to change a channel. Pause it if you have to take a piss. Whatever. We've got amazing technology, so enjoy it. Don't think that you wish you were there, because trust <laughs> right. me, you don't. And a lot of guys go to games just to get the hell out of the house. Well, how about this? Boot them out, yeah. and you watch the games. There you go. Seal yourself in a room, and don't come out until nighttime, until after the kids have gone to bed. There you go. You know what I've done? Basically, I, d- I don't allow my wife to know anything about football, so she's not interested <laughs> in it. I mean, this is 100% true. Yeah. She sucked my soul dry through my eyeballs. At the, the last thing that I can have is football, so she has no interest in it, and which is great for me because she doesn't have to infiltrate that one last piece of enjoyable experience that I have well, We've life. even talked about, what if Washington, in some parallel universe... Goes to the Super Bowl. Ugh. Well, you know the first thing these people are going to do that don't give two shits about anything. Well, are, are you going to have a party and this yeah. and that? You know what I'm going to be doing if Washington goes to a Super Bowl? I'm probably going to f- dig up an old watchman somewhere and go into a hole somewhere. And that's what I'm going to end up doing. Yeah. And nobody's going to even know where the hell I am. You think I'm going to like have this party time with hors d'oeuvres and shit? You got to be out your damn mind. Absolutely. So not. the people that want to do that, you don't want to watch a game with them anyway. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. As always, we're on all major podcast platforms. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you like this show, please share it on social media. Again, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook group. And uh, thanks for listening. And we hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. <laughs>